Solarian Recruit Recording, Log Number 174. It's been three days since I was taken prisoner aboard this rebel ship. This cell is as cold as the people around me are infuriating. These criminals are quite hostile and likely dangerous. Every time I voice my opinion, they shut me down. Just like being at the organization. Not only that, but they've made it clear that planning my escape is futile. The alien looks like he could squash me like a bug. Even while I face their tyranny, I persevere. I'm trying out a new escape tactic today. I'm praying that it'll work. Not just for my sake, but for the universe itself. Cadaver, what the fuck are you doing? Here's one of the dangerous criminals now. Ugh, Pluto, there's nothing there. You're holding an old box. You're not recording anything. Is there a problem with that, sir? Is there a... <laughs> we can all hear you bad-mouthing us. That's the problem. Are you annoyed, Mr. Wildner? Why are you calling me that? Well, earlier you told me to show you some goddamn respect. And you think that attempting to annoy me is showing me respect? You're lucky I'm showing you any respect. You kidnapped me, remember? You're acting like a child. Oh, golly. Never heard that one before. Hmm, maybe I'm acting like that because I'm a child. How shocking. Why, you little... <sighs> what are you two bickering about? That kid is being a pain in the neck again. What do you mean again? I've always been a pain in the neck, dude. Just ask my siblings. You know, the ones that aren't coming. For the love of every galaxy there is, stop saying that. They're coming for you. You're their brother, after all. You really think that family means anything to them? Of course I do. Then why did I overhear you guys say that my family has no morals? Of course. You were eavesdropping. Well, is there anything else I can do? I'm in a cell. It's very cramped, and there's nothing to do but look up at the ceiling and listen to your very boring conversations. I mean, <laughs> at least in the organization, they gave me busy work when they did this to me. I doubt they locked you up. You sure have a lot of faith in my siblings for being one of their sworn enemies. All right. If I wanted to argue with a teenager, I'd forbid my son from helping us on missions. Come on, Kiani. I realize you're frustrated, Pluto, but... You won't have to be in that cell for much longer. I promise. Yeah. I'd be out already if you would just listen to me. Viva La Pluto, Episode 1, The Teenage Prisoner. Don't let the Solarian brat get to you, Kiani. What if he's right, Jet? What are you talking about? What if they're not coming? Oh, and all the galaxies. Are you honestly taking that child seriously? Lore said it wouldn't take this long. Lore also said that she would fight Moon. With her bare hands. She says a lot of things. Still, you'd think they'd come get their brother sooner. I mean, they've always been so adamant about them being a family unit. Maybe I was right. Maybe this was a terrible idea from the start. You were uncomfortable with this plan to begin with. 
No wonder you're having second thoughts now. <sighs> like you are so thrilled about this idea. I'm just saying you shouldn't believe this kid. Solarians are crafty. Trust me, I would know. Especially after Celia. I know. But one look at him makes it obvious that he's not like them. They're all humans. He's clearly anything but. And have you seen the way he acts? He's very fidgety and nervous. Nothing like the others in that group. This could just be a ploy to trick us into letting him go free. And if it's not? I don't want to argue with you, Kiani. I just don't want to get into deeper trouble here. My son is on this ship, remember? I know, Jet. Look, I knew what I was getting into when Lore brought me aboard. I'm not stupid. I know what an outlaw is. But I didn't think we'd be kidnapping a child and shoving him into a cold, dark cell. I thought it would only last for a day or so, but this has gone on long enough. Ugh. Jeez. When you put it that way... I'm right, aren't I? This was a plan made out of desperation. You think I like this idea? Honestly, I thought you knew me better than that. It's just easier to believe he's lying. If he isn't, it just makes this entire situation that much worse, Key. Understandable. I don't blame you for acting that way, Jet. It's... it's just the way you react. I guess there's only one question, then. What do you mean? Which one of us is going to talk to Lore about this? Because she's probably going to answer differently, depending on your answer. I can tell her. It's my concern, after all. Nah, I should join you. It's my concern, too. Didn't you say that you needed to check the engine earlier? <laughs> Don't worry about me, dear. I'll be fine. Laura and I have been close for years. I'm sure I can get her to see reason. Alright. Good luck, Key. Be careful. You never know how she's going to react. I know that, Jet. Again, don't worry about a thing. I've got this. For our sakes, you better. Lore, may I come in? Is that any way to speak to your captain? Permission to enter your quarters, Captain? You may. You just adore it when we address you like that, don't you? What can I say? I love the officialness of it all. It makes me sound quite important. So it inflates your ego? Pretty much, but I'd only let you say that. Greetings, Miss Friarden. Hey, Calypso. What's up? As far as I know, the inky void of space. Still trying to teach her how to socialize, huh? She's the best AI that I ever created, Key. It's not her fault that we're the only creatures she's ever interacted with. More than half of us are introverts. Doesn't inspire much confidence, honestly. Now, what do you need? I wanted to speak with you about the prisoner, Lore. <sighs> In all the galaxies, again? I thought we already hammered this out. Yes, Lore. Again, I'm getting worried. I'm aware. I mean, the organization should have come for him by now. I'm sure they'll be here soon, Kiani. Perhaps they're just working on a strategy. <sighs> when have they ever cared about strategy when it comes to fighting us? Never. They've always claimed that they don't need it. As the second-in-command, Jupiter Cadaver once said to Lore. 
We, as a collective, are superior to lowly creatures such as yourselves. When the time comes, we will squash you like the bugs you are. When did you record that? The last time he taunted you over the intercom. When they caused a crash by taking out a wing? We were on that planet for a month. Another reason why Moon is a wretched, no-good- Focus, Lore. Right. Right. Now, you were saying? I think Pluto is telling the truth about his family not coming for him. He could just be a stubborn kid. I think he might be both. I realize he seems hell-bent on annoying us, but have you seen the way he looks at us? I try to keep my distance from him. He's scared. He's clearly losing hope that we'll see his side. And I honestly don't blame him for a second. Or he could be growing frustrated that we're not letting him go. Kiani, I know you. You're a good person, and I know this whole idea makes you uncomfortable. But I want you to look at this from every possible angle. Are you looking at every angle, Lore? Because both you and Jet seem to be looking at it from a singular angle. I mean, do you think the Solarians treat this kid as an equal, even? He's an alien. We all know how they feel about aliens. You know I'm right, don't you? I'm not saying yes, but I'm not saying no. So, what are you saying? I'm saying that I'll think about what you said. I'll make a decision on what we'll do with the prisoner soon, but I need to dwell on both sides for a little while longer. That sounds reasonable. Glad you think so. Now, do you mind checking in on him, if you're so concerned about his well-being? Not at all. Thanks for trying to see my side, Lore. It's hard not to when you don't shut up about it. Jet? Yeah. Ow! Watch your head. <laughs> Lord of good that warning does me now. Gotta go with Lore. She said that she'd think about it. I call that a win. That's not surprising. You always had a way with Lore. Ugh, you know a person long enough, and you know exactly what to say to get them to understand. I just happen to say the right thing at the right time. Any new developments with Pluto? He's been... relatively quiet. Hunter came by and told me that Pluto's arm was bugging him, and he ran back because he didn't want him to be alone. Sounds like a job for me. If Hunter's still there, do you mind asking him to come back here to help me out with his damned engine? You just don't want him around Pluto. Look... He's rebellious enough as it is. I don't need stubbornness rubbing off on him, too. <sighs> alright, alright. Will do. See you later, Jet. Good luck, Key. So, what's it like? What's what like? Living in the organization. Tell me about it. There's nothing to tell. Crazy drill sergeants, tax returns, distant fathers... You know, all that jazz. It's really not all that exciting. I'm probably the wrong person to ask about that place. I wasn't exactly the most liked there. Come on, there has to be something you like about your home. I know they're the bad guys, but still, there's gotta be something. There is one thing. Most of the time I live on the Solarian space shuttle. There's this skylight in my room there, and I get a fantastic view of the stars. What's so special about the stars? We're in space. We see stars all the time. They're just important to me, I guess. They're comforting. Hey, kids. Hi, Kiani. Did Dad tell you about Pluto's arm? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here. 
Hunter, I told you not to tell them about that. But you're hurt. I don't see why you should suffer in silence. Kiana's the ship's doctor. She can help you. Yeah, but I don't want her to help me. <clears throat> Hunter, your dad wanted me to tell you that you're needed in the engine room. Does he just want me to stop talking to Pluto, or does he actually need my help? I think it's a little bit of both. <sighs> fine, fine. I'll go. Later, Pluto. May I see your arm? No! How about you just leave me alone instead? Sweetheart, Don't I... call me that. <sighs> Pluto. If you're hurt, I can help you. Just let me see it, and I'll have you fixed up in no time. I can't trust your word. For all I know, this is just an excuse to torture me. Pluto, I would never hurt you. Or anyone, for that matter. <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a fighter. So you say. I understand that you're frustrated, but I'm on your side here, kiddo. All I want to do here is help you. Why should I believe a word you say? You don't believe me, so why should I believe you in return? Pluto. I keep telling you that my family isn't coming. Every time one of you come by this stupid cell, I tell you. I try to make sure that you know, but you just keep saying, they have to come for you. They love you. You're their brother. Just open your eyes already. <sighs> don't you understand how much this is killing me? I mean... I always thought that they didn't want me around. They made it clear enough. But at least before, I could convince myself that they cared. Deep down. That they just couldn't show it. But now that I'm here, and I've been stuck here for three days, I know that they don't care. And you people having unwavering belief in them just makes it all so much worse. I'm cold, I'm in pain, and my family never loved me. This is my hell. Would you trust anyone who puts you in my situation? No. I wouldn't trust me either if I was in your shoes. <laughs> At least we can finally agree on something. Look, Pluto... Is Riordan? Y yes, Calypso? Captain Lore is ready to speak to you and Mr. Wildner about the fate of the prisoner. I'm sorry, what? I'll be right there. What did she mean by that? Let's just say I plan on keeping my word. <sighs> Hang tight. This won't take long. Ah, you're finally here. I told Calypso to contact you a few minutes ago. I was unsure if I was to interrupt what the young cadaver was saying. He seemed to be opening up, as you all put it. Thank you for that, Calypso. Is the kid okay? As okay as someone who just had a breakdown can be. Poor kid was on the verge of tears. If that's the case, I think you'll be satisfied by my decision. You're letting him go? Not exactly. Giving him back would be admitting defeat. And you know how I feel about admitting defeat to them. But we can't keep him imprisoned. Did I say anything about keeping him imprisoned? Something Kiani said stuck with me, about him being an alien. Can't imagine he's treated very well. And the look on Kiani's face tells me I'm right. So, what are you thinking? What are we gonna do with him? Isn't it obvious? You've gotta be kidding me. My friends, we've got ourselves a brand new crew member to support our cause. Yay. A child's going to be the next crew member. Are you serious? I don't see why not. Your son is a crew member and he's younger. He's a crew member on a technicality, because he's my son. 
Otherwise, he wouldn't be here. The entire reason Kiani and I were uneasy is because the cadaver is a kid. Well, it's a bit late to say that now, Jet. In any case, we've found recruits in stranger ways. I convinced Kiani to join my crusade during a game of poker. It was after a game of poker, and you were drunk as all hell, asking me why I couldn't cut your finger off so you can bet it? Proving my point that there have been weirder ways we've gotten crew members. Jet, this is probably the best outcome we could hope for. He's a child, though. I mean, who's going to take responsibility if he gets hurt? Who's going to act as a parent? I will. You will? Kiani, we're talking about a troubled kid here. That's a huge commitment. I know that, but this way he's protected, and we can all feel a bit better about this entire situation. I agree it's not ideal, but I despise the only other option. Mm. You're right. So we're good? Hey, if Kiani knows what she's getting into, I am fine with it. How much trouble could another kid be, right? Perfect. Cal, which spare room is ready? E1, Captain. Spectacular. Kiani, you can go and get him settled properly now. Tomorrow we'll brief him on our mission. Thank you, Lore. You won't regret this. I doubt I will. Pluto? What the hell do you want? Haven't you hurt me enough? You're no longer a prisoner. You're taking me home? No, you're gonna be staying here. With us. So I'm still a prisoner? Not at all. <clears throat> Welcome to the crew of the Olympia, cadet. By becoming one of us, you've become part of our wayward little family. Congratulations. <laughs> the Olympia? That's a strange name for a ship. <sighs> That's what I told Lore, but she was adamant. Still a better name than Solarium, though. I can assure you that wasn't my idea. I'm smarter than that. I know. What changed your mind about my siblings not coming? I just connected the dots. I didn't want you to suffer more than you already have. How generous of you. Come on, let's get you settled in your room. My room? We all have our own rooms. And as a crew member, you do too. Here we are. I'm sure it's not as nice as the organization's rooms are, but it's better than a cold holding cell. So you're not bluffing then? What do you mean? I I'm actually one of the crew. Like you want me to go on missions and shit? Well, since you're still a child, you'll go, but with an adult. But yes. And speaking of, I'm going to act as your parental guardian for the time being. Who saddled you with that job? I volunteered. No, seriously. I'm being serious. Oh. So, will you let me see your arm now? It's not that bad, really. It's probably just a sprain. Better safe than sorry, kiddo. Even if it is, I should treat it. You are my son now, after all. Don't push it. <laughs> Alright. Now let me treat your arm. This was episode one of Viva La Pluto, created and written by Juno, with Reed and Donnit as Pluto, Eric Matsunaga as Jed, Eddie Nofall as Kiani, Naomi Park as Captain Lore, 
Mira Chandra Suri as Calypso, Logan Mock as Hunter, and Nisvern as Jupiter. Music is composed by John Wacheco. Post production by Cloud Music. Thanks for listening. See you in the next one.